Bulanji from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 12th of January, 2023. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. In our last episode, we mentioned that the Ministry of Health has suspended the reopening of primary and secondary schools in Blantyre and Lubwangi cities following the cholera outbreak. On Friday the 6th, Marantha Academy in Blantyre moved it from two and four students to the sister schools, its Balaka and Zalewa. The managing director for Marantha, Ernest Karunga, said the students would be back to their campuses once the government permits the reopening of schools. Media quoted him saying he would not allow his students to waste two weeks while examining awaits them. He said classes would resume on Monday the 9th. However, on the 9th, the Ministry of Education released a statement saying that it would come to their attention that schools are relocating their students to new sites. They said the Education Act required that the transfer of schools to the new sites requires written approval and a certificate from the ministry, which Marantha did not do or have. They warned that schools that did not follow this protocol would be closed. On the 10th, Marantha Academy announced the suspension of its relocation following the warning from the Ministry of Education. Kaunga told local media that the relocation was not meant to flout the education guidelines, but was an agreement between the school and guardians who feared the prolonged holiday would affect the students' grades. Some people have taken to social media to encourage Kaunga to get approval from the government, saying he did not make a bad decision. Despite this commotion, on Wednesday the 11th, a local media house revealed that another school, the Army Secondary School, is up and running in Blantyre, hence opposing the ministry's directive. This school is owned by the Malawi Defense Force, or MDF. The Minister of Health. Kumbize Kandoro Chipunda wrote to the school, reminding them of the order, but she's still waiting for a response. Now, the MDF's publicist, Major Kelvin Matemba, said that they thought the ban was for schools operating in the heart of the city and that nothing applied to the Blantyre Rural, where the school is located. He said the school is now closed, but spot checks by local media prove otherwise. Debate ensued on social media after an infernal memo from... Chipiku Plus Superstores leaked to social media. The memo was dated the 4th, but was leaked to social media on the 6th. In the memo, employees of Chipiku were asked to get the cholera vaccine and bring their vaccination reports to work by Monday the 9th or risk serious action by management. Some people thought this was a violation of the employees' rights, but others said it was commendable due to the impending cholera outbreak. They thought Chipiku should be applauded for ensuring their employees, who mostly handle food. The cholera outbreak also brought some peculiar stories. On Sunday the 9th, local media houses revealed that an unknown man had been caught by locals and handed over to the police for allegedly removing drips from cholera patients. The incident happened at Limbe Health Center in Plantier. Chrissy Banda, the spokesperson for the Plantier District Health Office, said they were yet to establish the man's intent. But some locals said the man owns a coffin shop nearby and assumes he was just trying to get more customers. Lilongwe also had its fair share of drama on Sunday the 9th. A cholera patient from Area 36 refused to be taken to the hospital for medical treatment. The 30-second clip shows the man being forced into an ambulance while he clung to the car door, adamant to be left alone. The report said his religious beliefs are against medical treatment, hence the reaction. The video was funny to a lot of people, but others think there are a lot more cholera patients with the same beliefs or worsening the spread of the disease. Talks of the new land laws have surfaced. On Friday the 6th, the Deputy Minister of Lands, Deus Gumba, held a press briefing in the long way on the land laws that were amended by Parliament last year. Under the new laws, 
foreigners will not be allowed to own private land. Furthermore, the Ministry of Lands will only lease land to potential investors after a thorough assessment by the Malawi Investment and Trade Center. Other notable amendments are that investors should develop their plots within two years or risk having their land forfeited to someone else. The land laws were amended to allow Malawians an ownership of their land. Resources will be available in the show notes if you'd like to learn more about new land laws. Some people are blaming the government for poor workmanship because a new building, the Aquatic Center in Lilongwe, started developing cracks through the rainy season. The Aquatic Center was built late last year in readiness for the Region 5 Youth Games, which took place in December. It cost 8.2 kwacha, roughly $8 million, to construct. However, a video shared on social media over the showed that the pavement has sunk into the ground, producing puddles in the process. On the 7th Saturday, the Minister of Sports, Richard Chimwendo Banda, claimed that the facility was not handed over to the government as it is yet to be completed. He said only 60% of the work has been done, and that they only made a makeshift cover for the Region 5 games. Those screenshots from last November have surfaced on social media in one of the posts. Banda said construction was 90% complete and would be finalized 10 days after the post was made. Mobile network operator Telecom Networks Malawi, or TNM, was accused of silently removing their unlimited data panels, known as Pemtetse. Some of their customers exposed them on social media on Saturday the 7th. On Sunday the 8th, TNM released a statement notifying its customers that they had revised the prices for some of its products and services effective Wednesday the 4th. Significant changes were that they reduced their voice bundles by over 10%, reduced the prices of text by over 17%, and moved the throttled speed and unlimited features on their Pamsetse bundles. The biggest implication of the move is that their customers will now start paying significantly higher prices to access TNM's products and services, or they will pay the same prices, lower volume of the bundles. We have the list of the new prices attached in our show notes in case you want to check it out. Now, some local youths have come up with some interesting developments. On Friday the 6th, Nicholas Salawila from Nidurande Township in Blantyre made waves on social media for constructing a water-powered electricity generator. The 23-year-old explained that his prototype generates between 220 and 240 volts of alternating current. A short video shows Nicholas pouring water into a recycled plastic jar containing a pipe and a bulb lighting up a few seconds after that. People can be heard gasping in amazement in the background. While commenting on his generator, Salawila said its advantages are that it's environmentally friendly because it doesn't produce any smoke or make as much noise as other generators. On the 9th, a newsletter from the Malawi University of Business and Applied Sciences revealed that one of its students, Loy Talavula, had developed a power bank specifically for laptops. Talavula developed a laptop power bank following electricity outages and short battery life for laptops. His power bank can be used to power a laptop that has no battery for at least 172 minutes. He also said that it can charge a laptop up to at least 70%. A lot of people were excited to see what the power bank looks like and are hoping Talavula produces it for the masses. Now that's it for this week. We here at Warshock are interested in learning, finding out new stuff and connecting, but also in spending less time on screens. Question, what about you? Are you listening just because you like this, or is it part of an effort to spend less time on screens? Let us know at podcast at warshock.com. It would be really helpful for us. Pitani Buino.